Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of the ERRS podcast. I'm Darius, your host, and today I'm here with Nikita Semenov, analyst at Creative Fund and CEO of Black Elm Equity. Hi Nikita, how are we doing today? Hi Darius, doing really well, thank you. And yourself? I'm great, I'm great. So I think to start off, Nikita, could we just share about your role as at Creative Fund? Yes, for sure. Uh, so Creative Fund is a deep tech VC. Um, they're really focused at investing into PhDs for this ministerial research. Um, the team is composed of around 42 people, with vast majority of them having PhDs, uh, which really sets us apart from the rest of the kind of European deep tech VCC. And we're really, in terms of our technical knowledge, are really only competing with some of the biggest deep tech VCs in the US. Um, we also do have a couple of non-technical uh, students analysts like myself and uh, we had to really bring some commercial knowledge to the fund. Well that that sounds re- really interesting. Okay um, how about we get into the topic for today. So today we'll be comparing clean tech and green tech. I think for starters could you just explain what is clean tech and yeah, green tech? Sure. I think for sure there is. I think if we look at the difference um, it's not actually as clear as I know we would have hoped. Uh, so climate tech really focuses on reducing the CO2 emissions or trying to um, really tackle that side of you know climate tech um, kind of emergence, whereas clean tech is much more general, just reducing the humanity's impact on the environment. And uh, you can really basically think about it as cleaning up the supply chain, uh, so trying to make um, water, product- water production more efficient, uh, waste recycling more efficient um, and uh, essentially going through all the supply chain steps and uh, trying to reduce the impact that we're having on the environment. Wow. Uh, okay, okay. That, that, that's something I didn't know. <laughs> so what, what has been the investment trend with regards to these two different types of tax? since the increased emphasis on ESG and the latest geopolitical pressures around the world. Are funds preferring one tech over the other more? Yes, I would say that because the difference is so niche, that actually funds will be kind of looking at both at the same time. So it's very hard to split it in between. But if we do look at the trend for the two of them combined, um, just looking at the year past 2021, $104 billion valuation, of clean tech and climate tech companies. That is more than 2x of the year before to 2020. And if we're looking on the investor side, um, there was 1.1 billion that was put into climate and clean tech funds in 2017. And compared to 2021, that was you know 8.4 billion. So essentially eight times x. And uh, you can really look at, as you said, from the geopolitical pressures, um, so it's now becoming more and more clear that countries need to become less reliant on uh, each other in terms of just energy, and uh, that's part of it. So you can look at things like um, uh, hydrogen, we can look at hydropower, wind power, but also that is just the fact that you know we are not currently on track of 1.5 degrees uh, that was set out by the Paris Agreement. And that is putting more and more pressure and potentially more and more demand from the consumer to really find a solution, which makes it more profitable. 
and the profitability of CleanTech and ClimateTech is uh, has been a big issue in the past. Um, you can really split it into two. There was the CleanTech wave um, around like 2006-2011, and the vast majority of investors lost more than half of what they invested. So essentially, although they still have a positive impact, that was more of like philanthropy. You know, let's try to save the world. Whereas now, especially in these micro environments, any investments have to be very profitable, and um, which is why there has been more and more pressure on these ventures to also actually find a great market much quicker than previously. Oh, that, that's some great insight there, Nikita. Um, are we expecting these trends to continue or expecting some big changes to come? Given the current say, recession. Yes, I would say the trends are going to continue, especially because um, clean tech and climate tech will have um, much more of a longer life cycle. So by the time you're kind of thinking as a VC of when my company is going to sell and when the fund is going to close, we would have hoped that um, the environment would have changed. And for, for us, this would be a great opportunity to really essentially buy cheap as well because valuations have dropped with majority of other tech stocks um, on the public markets as well. And um, in terms of the demand side, you know, as I said, this is essentially an investment to save our planet. Um, and you know, that thesis in itself is already quite strong enough. I see, I what see. I, what, I, what I would say will change is whether you are really investing into hardware solutions or software solutions. Um, hardware solutions um, tend to be more expensive and with high interest rate environments, it will be more difficult for companies to take out loans. It will be more difficult to finance them. So potentially software solutions that are much less capital intensive um, will be more favorable for investors. And that's something that we can speak to from our portfolio as well. Um, if we do invest into hardware companies, we also try to make sure that the backbone of what they do is really software. So I guess when you're investing into a, 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 a software company, if correct me if I'm wrong, you guys do, I guess, a lot more deal diligence? Yes, for us, there's really two parts of the diligence that we do. First is technical. So that's our PhD is really sitting down with founder and examining how much of a breakthrough is the technology that they're trying to use, how defendable is it, what's the IP. And the second one is commercial. So, you know, is a market physically big enough? Because if you, you can be a great business in a very small industry, but for a VC, they're just not going to, what we could say, close the fund or return the fund. Um, so we really need to make sure we find a big market, no matter how good the technical solution is. And second is, is that solution, which is going to be able to be implemented into the market quickly enough for the company to get traction and be able to raise the follow-on round successfully. I see. Um, these are some great insights, Nikita. Thank you very much for joining us today. Um, I thank you for your time and uh, hope to hear from you soon. Thank you, Darius. I enjoyed it as well.